Joining us right now, R.J. Hallman. He is the Legal Affairs Representative for the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you, Larry. Well, uh, what did you make of the president's, uh, it's being called the list of demands for Chuck right. and Nancy. Uh, you know, we heard about this little deal that they had over the DREAM Act, and now uh, his side of the deal has been articulated. It is a comprehensive list of reforms, is it not? It is. It's an absolute dream list. And going back to the campaign, you know, everything that President Trump ran on that propelled him in the office is outlined here. And it, it seemed after the administration announced that they were winding down DACA, Democrats really took control of the debate, you know, throwing out, oh, we want to do a clean dream act there. And then the, the meeting happened with Truck and Nancy, and, and everybody started to get a little nervous. But yeah. last night, you know, <laughs> he really seized back control of the debate here. What were the high, from the FAIR perspective, from the Federation of American Immigration Reform, right. what were the top highlights for you? I mean, well, you have three things here. Secure the border, you know, fully fund the border wall, number one, demand. Number two, interior enforcement. You've got to defund sanctuary cities. You have E-Verify in there. And then kind of the golden goose for us as well is moving, you know, towards the merit-based legal immigration system. You know, the U.S., we're a merit-based country, and we need a merit-based immigration reform system. Um, so those are the three kind of key things out there. And, you know, if there is going to be any type of DACA deal out there, you need to start with these key reforms that are long overdue. There, there was a lot of uh, pushback on this merit-based immigration system, and I would love to explore that a little bit further with you. First of all, a lot of people mm-hmm. saying, America's never been like that. America's always, it hasn't been about what you bring to the table. It's what we can do for you to help you in your dire straits. Is that historically accurate? I mean, I, I, I don't think so at this point in time. You know, I think our immigration system should, number one, it should serve the national interest, how we can help American workers and the American people, you know, get ahead. It shouldn't be about what we can do for other people around the world. You know, we understand how there have been different dynamics at different points in our history. But, you know, right now, if you look at the labor force participation and you look at the kind of immigrants we're bringing in and you, our, our kind of our, our people that need the most help are the ones who suffer. Yeah. But but even at the time, the, the, the great heralded time of immigration influx from, from Italy, from Eastern Europe, right. from Ireland, uh, from China, uh, it was always under the guise of, oh, geez, why are we going to bring all these Chinese people in? Well, because we need railroad workers. I mean, there's always right. been a need for these. It hasn't been for humanitarian purposes. It's been a, uh, a free market supply and demand question. We need labor. We need more people in this country to be able to achieve what we want to achieve achieve and the expansion we want to expand. So, yes, bring us your tired, your poor. That's fine. We need you. Right. right. No, absolutely. Again, that's, we just view that right now going forward in time. You look at some other countries, you know, to remain competitive, you know, in Australia yeah. and Canada, they have moved to these merit-based systems um, where you have a point total and you bring in the best and the brightest in the world. You know, right now, you know, our system, again, is primarily based on chain migration, which is the nuclear family. It's not, you know, what you can contribute to come here. It's whether, you know, you have family here. We just believe it should move, you know, again, towards a more merit-based model. And again, when when they rolled out the RAISE Act at the White House, that was one of their key priorities. And and the thing that you have to remember with any type of DACA legalization out there and everything, people act like, okay, they're not going to, you know, the people that broke the law by bringing children here are not going to get rewarded. Well, if our current chain migration system stays in place and these DACA recipients get amnesty, when they have their green card, they can turn around and sponsor their parents who brought them here illegally. So we believe that is a key reform that needs to be put in place. 
and needs to be the number one thing on the table. I saw a statistic the other day that every person who uh, immigrates to America, uh, either legally or or illegally, who then gains some level of naturalization, they then account for, I think it was five or six more immigrants coming to this country. I think that's what people are calling this chain migration, right? Well, yes, correct. What in here, how can you stop that? I mean, I, it seems to me that if you do immigrate legally and you become a citizen, then uh, is it is it not has it not always been the case that you can then bring you other know, people what, over? What, what, what a provi- the RAISE Act needs to be passed, and a provision in there, again, it would limit uh, uh, visa sponsorship to the nuclear family, which is spouses and just minor children. I see. So that is an easy provision that can be inserted in either some type of broader deal or, again, to pass the RAISE Act, which is uh, Senators Cotton and Purdue's uh, fantastic illegal immigration reform bill. Um, and then with regard to, uh, I, I also understand that there are uh, provisions in here with regard to increasing not only uh, those who are enforcing our immigration laws through border security and other uh, areas in terms of enforcement through ICE, but also in the courts. There is a major problem in the courts right now where if somebody does get their their due process, their hearing, uh, they have to wait years before they have that. It's basically a de right. facto and, amnesty. Yeah, it's called catch and release. You know, what they do is they get these these things called notices to appear at the border. They're called permisos, basically. Right. You know, they get given a notice to disappear, disappear, and all they do is just go into the country and never show up for their uh, court hearing. So there's definitely reforms that need to be done in that aspect. And also, you know, increasing the amount of immigration judges near the border as well, because there's an insane backlog there. And in the border security provision, you know, that President Trump laid out last night, it hits on all those things. You know, the border wall tends to get all the press. And, you know, we believe that obviously would help the the Border Patrol officers do their job down there. But again, you know, stopping catch and release and and improving expedited removal and things like that are also key things that need to be done. I've heard uh, pundits say, and we've only got a minute left here, uh, R.J. Hallman of Hair, of Fair, excuse me. I, you may have yep. been in a national tour of Hair, but that's that's not <laughs> here nor there. I've heard some pundits say, you know, oh, well, the Democrats are in a box now because they so want the Dreamers to uh, be able to stay in this country that they're going to have to give up on things. See, I, I think the Democrats just want an issue. And if they can come back Correct. and say, well, we wanted to help you out, Dreamers, but mean old, ugly Donald Trump and the Republicans, they wouldn't do it because of all these other demands. Uh, what do you if think? Dreamers... If, if, if DACA recipients begin losing work permits in March, it is because Democrats refuse to come to the table. They refuse to take up any reforms that President Trump ran on. And, you know, again, they completely just went in and said, oh, we only want a clean Dream Act. They need to come to the table in good faith and recognize they are not in a good bargaining position right now. They need to come and enact some of these reforms. All right. Good job. Thank you so much for joining us on this Columbus Day as we uh, see the administration staking their claim on a certain level of uh, immigration reform, if Chuck and Nancy will go for it. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but it's certainly interesting to see and, uh, and entertaining to see the art of the deal as it's being played out.